0: Welcome to the latest podcast in the Workplace series from The People Mentor, Nicola Richardson.
1: Hi, welcome to the latest podcast from Nicola at The People Mentor. Today I'm interviewing Emma Vincent whose business is Emma Vincent Photography and Vincent Trading. So welcome Emma. Hi, nice to to meet you.
0: Yep.
1: So, i mean, Tree, Tell us a bit about your businesses first, um, what they are and how long they've been going.
0: So both businesses are um, fledgling businesses, so neither have been going very long. Um, Emma Vincent Photography has been going a little bit longer. So I'm in my second year now of wedding photography um, and Vincent Trading started in January. Mm hmm. Um, so M-Vincent photography is pretty much as it says on the tin. Um, I mainly photograph weddings and commercial work,
1: uh-huh.
0: along with a little bit of videography here and there thrown in.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They, that is kind of not my main business. Vincent uh-huh. is my main business. Um, that is with my husband. That started, as I said, in January. And it all came about because Mike um, left his job to become self-employed um, and now we make reclaimed homewares all
1: right so was that a difficult um, business to get started or you know was, was it fairly easy do, do you source the the, the furniture etc or do you do it yourselves
0: no we completely do it ourselves so Mike has is a, a carpenter and joiner has been really highly trained for the last 12 years yeah he um, moved down to seven and um, decided to become self-employed at the same kind of time. Um, so it was a kind of decision as to whether he went down the carpentry and joinery standard carpentry and joinery route, or we went down the more the furniture route. So we uh-huh. um, started to just make a couple of pieces, um, mainly a serving tray. It started with. He thought I was absolutely mental at first. Like he thought I was crazy. getting yeah. to- these things for him um but he said okay I'll give it a go we popped the tray on Etsy and it sold literally instantly uh, I'm talking like within a day um and then we just carried on making them we made them to order at first mm-hmm. piled a few more products um on Pop-ups mainly, so we we're part of a pop-up collective locally because we don't have a bricks and mortar store at the moment. Um, so lots of pop-ups happened, and things like trays started to, uh, sorry, chopping boards started to sell. All right. And um, Mike added his kind of more carpentry and joinery skills in, and started making benches, and from there it's just grown and grown. Um, to where that has now taken over the majority of my my time. Um. It, it was it was um, a bit of a toss-up really. Like we didn't know which route it would go down. So at first, I was mm-hmm. probably equal time into photography and into Vincent Trading, just to to know um so that we, they were both growing. But the Vincent Trading now literally takes up majority of my time.
1: Mm, sounds exciting times ahead then. Yeah, it
0: is very exciting. Very exciting.
1: So um so as you say, you spend your bulk of your time on that. So um, yeah, what. So what really made you start the business? Was it because um, your husband went self-employed or was there another reason behind it?
0: Well, we are, um, the passion for Vincent Trading is in the reclaimed. Um, So it's everything that we make is made from reclaimed wood. Um, Or if we can't find something reclaimed, we'll always find a sustainable source. Right. We um, started using scaffolding boards and pallets. Scaffolding boards um lots of people don't know that on the big sites so not necessarily the smaller ones but the really big sites scaffolding boards can only be used once so yeah. they get onto a site yeah so put onto a site used for however long it takes to to use that site or actually sometimes they have to be switched depending on how long the the building's going on for and then they're taking out of use so some are used for ground boards um to get vehicles out of stuff and and to um do ground covering but the majority are either sold or put into landfill Uh they tend to not be burnt because um, of any stuff that might be on them so this tends to be either landfill or sold so we buy them off a company near us in Plymouth Uh but that that tree hasn't had just a a a six to eight week lifespan um after it's been cut down we then Uh we then make furniture out of them and we build stuff to last we say generations so it's they're meant to come into the family be loved um mm. and literally become a family heirloom mm. um, but the tree's getting another little life after it's its days as a scaffolding board
1: that that's really that's really good isn't it because i didn't realize that it had such a short Time span on on those planks, and yeah. really great that you're re- using them again. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic. So, um, how do you manage to find time for everything in your business?
0: So, um, <laughs> to be honest, I don't always manage to find time for everything. <laughs> it is a little bit chaotic, um, but we we have a bit of a chaotic life. We've got a big family, um, so I live. We moved to Devon, and so I live with my mum and dad. Mike lives here too. We've got a house on site, and my brother and sister are younger than me, so we all live in this big house together. Um, and it's we everybody mucks in. Um, so if anybody needs help, there's yeah. always around to help with something. Um, Mike does the majority of the making, so he is that's his department. Um, at the moment, we're booked up to like mid January. Um, wow. Made, yes, for trade but retail we, we leave a bit of time in to fit stuff in for people um, and I do everything else so I do have a girl that helps Charlotte she helps me with my admin because being um, a creative I'm not always that great at the other side of life so mm. I can be a bit chaotic um, mm. and I'm never on time for anything as you don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I think that's about accepting people are different and we're not all the same. And, And I love the fact that you pick out the, you know, that you're, you are creative and you've sensibly, very sensibly gone and got somebody to support you, which is what businesses should do really when it's not their strengths, isn't it? Yeah,
0: massively. I mean, I could go on literally struggling every day, worrying that my accounts aren't done, invoices aren't sent. I have no idea who paid me. And that's how it started. Like, I literally had no idea what was going mm-hmm. on. Charlotte came on board. She organises me. She um, tells me if I haven't replied to an email. She um, writes all the invoices up, Make sure people are paid. And I think that, for me, it's it was a, a massive commitment to be able to afford to to do that at yeah. first. But... For the amount that it's helped and the amount of income that i think it's brought in because it's meant i can concentrate on everything else mm. actually it was massively worth it mm. it sounds
1: it yeah because yeah. because while you're doing that admin bit you're not doing the bit that earns you the decent money that's right exactly exactly yeah. um so so you've been going since january with vincent trading yeah um What's the biggest lesson that you've learned so far in the
0: business? Um, for me, it's to let go of control. Um, I am a bit of a control freak. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> as much as I needed help at first, um, it was really difficult to say, okay, this person can do it. And actually this person is better at this than I am. Yeah. Um, I had to really... Um, allow her to do what what she was best at. This is Charlotte we're talking about, yeah, that was so difficult because I've always had control over everything. I mean, Charlotte only came on probably eight weeks ago, so f- up and from January up until till eight weeks ago, everything was under my control. So I knew what was going mm. on, although it was a bit chaotic. I did, ca- I knew what was going on. Yeah, and to give it to somebody else. Um, was really hard but for me that has now meant that we can move forward and it's meant that I've learned a lesson that if I need to give something to somebody else I can and I've got to allow them to yeah. use my strengths and me to use my strengths. Mm, definitely
1: the, the the art of delegating is um, very hard especially yeah. for one band um, people because yeah. um it, you're not used to doing it and also I mean did you struggle with um you wanted it done your way or were you happy to let her do it the way she wanted
0: to do it well at first I just wanted to, to be done my way and um if I'm honest the job that I had previously to moving to Devon um I had a team of people working for me and they all I had to trust them a lot mm. before Or I'd give them the control. Um, And it's easier when it's somebody else's business a little bit to let the other person have control. Um, But I had to learn that the way that I do things isn't actually always the best way. Mm. It is chaotic and it is um, a bit more out there than everybody else would do it. So I just have to say, okay, you take control of that. You do it the way that you think is going to be best. I mean, it doesn't mean that I haven't. I don't know what's going on because I, I have to know what's going on and I get her to, to send me information weekly of who's paid, who's not, who, what we've got booked in, etc. cetera. Um, a, so that I can pass it on to Mike, but B, so that I'm not um, losing so much control that I don't know what's going on in my business. Yeah. I think it's important that yeah. nobody's going to care about my business as much as me. Um, That's right. I need to know what's going on and make sure it's not been done in a, in an, a non-sensible way but at the same time allow them to do it their way
1: yeah and that's about using their strengths because clearly that's their forte in life and yeah. um and and i think as well sometimes when you let people do things um their way you actually learn from it as well Massively. So, yeah you'll you'll be learning from her and she'll be learning from you so
0: yeah definitely
1: yeah and um, the, the only other thing I'd say from that point of view is where I've seen it go wrong is when you delegate or you ask somebody else to take on the jobs is that if you don't regularly check in with them, so you're actually doing it the, the, a way that works for you. So that's great, isn't it? So, yeah,
0: yeah, 100%. I, I listen to lots of podcasts and lots of advice, um, videos, etc um and I genuinely think that the biggest lesson to take away from stuff is that yes you give control but nobody cares about your business as much as you do Mm. um it's so important that you know what's going on Mm. and get that balance right between control and allowing people to do it while knowing what's going on it's so hard, and and you need to think
1: as well that if, if your business continues to grow, you're going to need more people. Yeah, so you're going to be managing a team again, so yeah. you have to build that trust in at a very early stage. Yeah, and just regularly Definitely. check. That's all. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, Definitely.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you're getting it right though, so that's great. I
0: hope so. I hope so.
1: <laughs> What's the biggest tip you'd give businesses on running several businesses? I'm intrigued what you know what you would say so
0: it's really it is really difficult um but it's about having structure and again it's something that I massively had to learn how to do is saying okay this time I'm switching my phone off and I'm dedicating it to editing photos um rather than starting editing photos and then being like um I've got Six other things to do, emails coming through, and I'm now not thinking about my photos. I'm now thinking about my emails, and then it's taken me six times as long to do my photos. Mm. It's about setting that time and sticking to it. Mm. So, if I've got something, um, say for example, I need to work on the marketing for Vincent Trading, I sit down, I switch my phone off, or I put it on airplane mode, or I put it on Do Not Disturb if I need to use it for something, and I concentrate on the marketing. Mm-hmm. If I don't do that, nothing ever gets done. Yeah. <laughs> ever gets
1: yeah. done. I think that's a really good tip as well. I think I think you've covered several tips already for people, so that's yeah. really useful. Um, yeah, because we tend to leave it on, and then it disturbs us. So you're right; that's a, an ideal thing to do it. So, so before you started your photography and before you started Vincent training, um, what key what did you do before that, and what key skills
0: did that give you? So, before I did some trading, before I moved to Devon, so um, I moved to Devon in 2016, Um, I did a business uh, management degree um, with psychology at Bath Spa University, Mm. and when I left there, I went to work in a a company that did fleet vehicles, Right. so I started out literally straight out of uni, went in. What, very very bottom i was doing half a daughter center surveys outbound surveys worst job i've ever had <laughs> i'm literally ringing like 400 people a day all oh, the dogs are barking i'm sorry
1: that's all right no matter. <laughs> it shows everybody when we're, we're, we're um under normal circumstances
0: <laughs> <laughs> 400 outbound calls a day people hanging up the phone literally it was horrible hmm. but what i i have a, a thing in my life that i work as I might not be the best at something, but if I give it everything that I've got and I work as hard as I possibly can at something, then that's going to what's going to set me apart from everybody else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I didn't get the most amount of surveys, but I did the most amount of calls and I worked as hard as I possibly could for about four weeks. Right. And I was quickly given the um, senior role. So I was, uh, I was given a senior role and then I was given a team manager role and then I was put head of department. Um, that was in about the space of about 18 months. I became head of department and then um, they changed everything up in the company. So I said to them, I have, what I've always wanted to do is HR. So that's what I did my degree for because I wanted to go into HR Um, and they gave me a HR role. Uh And then again, the head of HR that was the head of HR at that time left. So I then went into their role so I was put as um, head of people and engagement was my official title. So we did like um, fun stuff for the company to keep people engaged. We did dealt with all the HR issues oh. and my little team um, turned it around really. We we um, up, helped with the turnover. Um, we helped with getting um, implementation done for new systems. So... Oh from that I learned how to work with a team so that was my main thing yeah so how to deal with people um so yes I'd worked in the customer service side of stuff but I think it's very different working with people um that are employees yeah helped me to understand things from lots of different people's point of view say I see it in one way doesn't mean that somebody else sees it in that way and to stop and think about them and think about everything else that's going on, Mm -hmm. explain things in lots of different ways. So I might explain um, something in one way to another and another thing, another way to another person so that everybody feels like they're included. Um, And that's what we're trying to do with Instant Trading a little bit is we're launching a blog soon. So rather than expecting people to understand what your business is about and understand what your your ethics are about, actually telling them in lots of different ways mm. so that they, that's the message across to them because the something that I understand doesn't mean that necessarily you understand it um I think it's really important to make everybody feel as included as you can
1: I think you've got some really good thoughts there um, and I think your business will be successful because you are thinking about it in the right way um and you're thinking about your messages as well so yeah, yeah. and I think I think those those previous roles have really given you a good grounding by the sound of it um and I think if you can understand about employee engagement when you start to grow you'll you'll be on a good footing straight away so yeah yeah.
0: massively massively I think that um I don't think there's anything more important really than people um and I'm I'm a real people person I love to um interact with people I love to rather than because we run an online business, I love doing the pop-ups because you get to meet people, mm. see their reactions to stuff. Um, I really like like getting to know people a little bit and seeing what they like. So say they, they might pick up one of our benches and, and they feel it and they think, oh, okay, well, actually, I probably would like it a little bit more like that. Online, it's quite difficult to get the message across that we can literally do anything. Right. Conversation with someone. I, I like to um, kind of give them more information and get them to um, touch and feel things. And again, that's something that we're trying to um, get onto the website as well as as that people bit. Um, yeah,
1: so yeah. That, that's essential, isn't it? So it sounds mm-hmm. like you're going the right way, definitely. Thank you.
0: Um,
1: so... How would you define success and what do you think makes someone successful? This is a standard um, question and it's quite, um, it's quite interesting, the answers I get. But I think everybody comes out the same. But it'd be interesting to see what you, you think.
0: Um, for me, I think everybody should define their own success. Um, I don't think that one person's success is another person's success. hmm it depends what's going on in your family life it depends what's going on um, what your business goals are and I think it's really important for you to define that yourself um, so for me the um, for us to be successful would be that we're getting the message across about slow fashion about slow interiors about um, helping save the planet not just um, making profit mm-hmm. Our success is to make sure that we are defining all of that. People feel like when they're buying from us, they're buying from uh, a, a responsible business rather than um, just buying from us. That would be our success. So,
1: so kind of there, you said some words which really indicate your values of your business, haven't you? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's really interesting. Have you got a vision for your business?
0: Um. Yes, so we would like to um, keep increasing our wholesale stockist. That is 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 the main aim for us. But not only doing that at the same time, giving them the tools to be able to to get the message across to more people. Mm-hmm we don't just send the stock out and it's gone to live in another place it goes out with information it goes out with point of sale and so that people can understand about the reclaimed element of it so it's all all about the education I think it's a real movement that's happening at the moment Mm. that kind of slow fashion especially with um the recent documentary that was on about um, how how much our need for the new is affecting the world, mm. uh, and with the plastic situation, I think it's something that we just all need to stop and think about a little bit. Um, and our vision would be that as many people as possible know about what we do mm. in a good way. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. About how you're affecting the environment, the planet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that really comes across. So it's def- you're definitely getting that message there. Thank so, um, you. So interestingly, you've talked about employee engagement and HR, etc. So um, do you think a business owner needs to be a leader? And if so, what makes a good leader?
0: Um, I think that they don't need to be a good leader. But if they're not a good leader, they need to find someone that is. Um I think it's back to that that situation of um, knowing your strengths. Mm -hmm. If you're good at leading someone and you're good at um, getting people motivated and you're good at getting your words across and knowing exactly how you want things to be run in the business, if you're good at getting that message across, then of course do it yourself. But if you're not, then I would really think about as your business grows, um, ensuring that you've got someone that can do that for you yeah. the dog's desperately scratching at the door <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah not long now <laughs> so, um, so from your experiences in the past did you learn anything from managers that you you came across whether
0: good or bad I've learned so much from managers um, from being managed Um, to also training managers. I've learned so much about it, um, about the different way that people try to get their point across, about the different way that they treat employees. Um, And again, it all just comes down to that um, situation of, if it's not your strength, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Find a way that to make it work for you. Mm. You can actually... I've I've seen it happen time and time again where people try and do things because they think that that's the right way of doing it. Um, but actually, they're not getting advice from anybody else. I mean, you, even if it's not, you can't afford to employ someone in your business, just try and get some advice out from, there's so many different channels out there now to get A, free advice, but be advice from experts that you can bring into your business and make it better. That's right if you can 't do it, just please find someone that can show you how to do it um, yeah. because actually by by doing it wrong, um, it can have just such a massive detrimental effect rather than just a small detrimental effect if you 're doing it the yeah. way that you can um, and then getting that advice can literally be life changing like you can it 's like flicking a switch sometimes with people they they see it the way that they've always seen it or the way that they've been taught and then they find this other advice and it's like, wow, this mm. could actually be massively helpful to my business and I, it's just about thinking about things. Mm. Like
1: yeah, and I, I've seen that um, at a bullying, um, discussing bullying and harassment workshop and um, there was a leader there who... Um, was considered quite a bully Um, and when it came out what the definition of bullying was from ACAS she was positively horrified because she honestly didn't realise she was doing it Yeah, Um, and it really made her stop and think and it was amazing just how that getting a different perspective made made that change in her, and it was fantastic so yeah, yeah it's
0: great to see it as well when people make that change and um are taking either their business or their role to another level just yeah. the advice from somebody else i yeah. love that transformation of people
1: yeah it's it's great isn't
0: it yeah um
1: what would be your number one piece of advice for people who want to start their own
0: business um just do it literally just do it Even if you're um, running it as a side hustle at first, you're literally running a full-time job. Even if you can just give it one hour a week, at least you're giving it one hour a week. Mm -hmm. And then you just grow it from that. For me, I could have stayed where I was. I had a really good job. I had a really good life. Um, But I just wasn't 100% happy i needed a, another creative outlet so um i mean i'm in a really good position i'm really lucky that i could come down here and there's a, there's a house that i could live in um but at the same time i understand that you just have to start yeah a tiny tiny little bit um and just let you, yourself build momentum mm. and don't be too scared of stuff um, yeah. It is scary running your own business. It literally is terrifying. Hmm. But if you can just talk to one other person about it, find a group, find a Facebook group and put your ideas out there because they will soon tell you whether they're good or not.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think you're right. It's that support element as well, isn't
0: it? Yeah, massively.
1: Uh, Yeah. Okay. Um, If you started your business again from scratch, would you do anything differently?
0: Oh that is a good question. Um, I, I actually don't think I would if I'm being really honest um, because I think that everything we've done has, um, when we've made mistakes it's taught us lessons. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we'd be where we are today without learning the lessons that we've learned along the way. Um, we have just finished a huge order um, that we were not really um, set up to be able to do but by taking it on and doing it, even when we probably should have said no, really, we should have said no, mm-hmm. it's taught us so much. Um, and I think that you've got to learn those lessons mm. to, to keep pushing forward because if we just stay in that comfort zone. Mm. Um, it's hard to then keep growing.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, so what's the big biggest business tip um that you would share as this is our last question um, for other business owners for them to take away from this podcast and you've already shared loads so this is a real ask of you
0: (laughs) i i genuinely think that it would be it has to be one of the ones i've already said and that's to just learn to delegate um to delegate and to get a support network um i mean i um very lucky my husband mike is brilliant at what he does and what he brings to the business and don't oh well, i couldn't have done it by myself because i can't make the stuff Mm. even if um it wasn't that if we're talking about photography a um to have a support and to be able to talk to someone about it is just um amazing imposter syndrome comes in um yeah yourself comes in but having somebody there to talk to and that can be somebody you've never met on the internet mm. support group it can be one of your friends and family yeah. um, just talk about it um would be would probably be my biggest bit of advice
1: yeah and i think you're right i think it's that building that support network that keeps you going yeah sorry i've got a bit of a funny voice today i've got a, <laughs> a, had a bad cough for ages and it just won't go Oh no, I know so. Anyway, we're at the end of this podcast, um, and it's been really fun talking to you and very interesting. Very interesting. So, thank you, Emma. Um, thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate you taking part in this podcast. So, this is the People Mentor signing off. Thank you for listening. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you need any help or advice, please contact Nicola on nicolarichardson at thepeoplementor.co.uk. The People Mentor, driving your business forward.